Yeah, JT. Get it. Okay, okay. Welcome, guys, back to another episode here on the Visions Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Destiny, a.k.a. Des. I'm followed here by my wonderful co-host, JT, a.k.a. Josh. Right there, we have a very special guest. We're keeping it consistent for you guys. It's been such a blessing. Like, the Lord just has his, has just abundantly blessed this podcast with so many ideas, so many things that we can do. Like, it's just yeah, fantastic. Um, so we have a very, very special guest here, someone that I met through um, social media. We were able to meet up um, earlier in this year at one of the Ecclesia events hosted by Manny. Shout out to him. If you know, you know. Um, I'll, I'll let him introduce himself. Please tell the people who you are, what you do. Just give him a little spill uh, so everyone knows. Yo, so obviously, Zach Livorno here. Um, I make gospel music. Um, I, uh, I'm a content creator. Um, also the glory of God. And God's really, you know, in the past year, he's kind of changed my life. He's kind of given me more direction. Um, I gave my life to Christ in December 2020. Um, it was only until this point last year, um, I think, it, yeah, October 2021, I decided, you know, I want to go for this for real. And um, I've just been on a journey ever since. And uh, yeah, that's me. So. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let's just dive straight in then. So you said December, December 2020, you said? Yeah, December 2020, when I first okay. discovered who God was, yeah. All right, just tell us, tell us what that was like. Tell us how it happened, what happened, what was the build-up? Um, just, just let the people know, man. Yeah, so, I mean, it was crazy because, like, um, man, I was in a place of, like, um, just so much confusion and so much darkness that was surrounding me at that time um, because... I got involved in a form of witchcraft, new age movement. It's very popular now um, with a lot of the youth. Um, and yeah, man, I just really, uh, I was in a really dark place and um, I felt like a really heavy demonic presence. And it was at a point where I was convinced that, you know, the universe, what people say, oh yeah, I thank the universe, I'm calling that God. Um, and I don't really know who or what God is. And I don't really have this understanding and it was a it was a lack of fulfillment in my heart you know I'm trying to manifest everything that I want just as how they tell you you know manifest your dream life and everything and when I started having stuff that was going wrong I didn't really feel as if I had that support I would constantly seek out to the universe for support but I never got it back I never felt that fulfillment mm. um, and I was diagnosed with um, an open bite uh, in May of 2020 uh, which is basically a jaw problem where your jaw doesn't align properly. At this point, when I first had it, um, I found it really difficult to speak. I found it really painful each day. Um, a lot of pain in my jaw um, that really just kept on going for a long, long time. Um, and I felt no peace whatsoever. And this is one of the main things which introduced me to the new age because um, my dad, when he was at college, he studied a form of witchcraft, which was basically, um, what was it? Reiki. That's it. The name is Reiki. And he did a course on this and he taught me about this. And at first, me having no knowledge of the Bible or God, um, even though I was raised Christian, we never, you know, we stopped going to church when I was seven. So I didn't have an understanding of the Bible, the scriptures. I couldn't tell you one verse, literally. Um, and I call myself a Christian, um, but I had no idea what that meant. And my dad, when he told me about what Reiki was, I said, I'm not sure about this because this sounds demonic. Now, this came from 
my own instinct I thought it was demonic and when we when I eventually agreed because he asked me a few times and then I did it I felt that's the first time that I encountered the spiritual realm because instantly when he laid his hands on me and we sat there and there was music playing in the background I felt tears coming out of nowhere after you know it went from you know radically laughing and just hysterically to crying all in a matter of five minutes and I'm thinking where is this coming from what sort because I've never had this feeling before and this is the first time I encountered the spiritual realm from this point on um the devil really played his hand he started giving me things that I wanted things that I was manifesting were actually happening um I had you know a lot of lust that was going on and you know the devil was trying to sell me dreams for what should a prophet a man be if he gains the whole world, it loses soul. And really, this is what the devil deceived so many people. He did this for me. And it was only until in December 2020 um, when I had a medium that I was in contact with. And I would get readings from her and she would tell me about what's going to happen. And then she told me one time, this week, be very careful because someone that you love is about to have a car crash. And when she said this, I was so confused. The very next day, um, one of my close friends, Jordan, um, he calls me up and he says, I've just crashed my car in the car park after work. And he's crying, his car is totaled. And it was at this point, I, I literally, when he told me this, my heart sank because it's like, how did she know that? And instantly I had the instinct like, this is demonic and this doesn't sit right with me. And I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And I didn't have an alternative. It wasn't like, man, you know, this is wrong and I don't know what else to I, I, I didn't know what else to do. I was stuck in a box. So, you know, I then, I got TikTok. And before I used to think TikTok was, you know, cringe. I deleted it for a long time because um, it was in that kind of Charlie D'Amelio era. But then when I got oh. it again, um, I got it again. And then I remember that night, that this all happened and I'm thinking what is this what truly is the meaning of life you know this doesn't seem right and I was seeking for something in my heart but I didn't know what yet and then I stumbled across a Christian creator called David Latting and David Latting he made a video um, which directly spoke about the new age he said the new age is evil and if you are part of it you need to get out now it's funny because when he made this video usually um when people make videos, I can look at them in the eyes. I can see who they are. You know, I can see what they're saying. For David Latting, I cannot look at him in the eye. I could, like, it was so crazy because I felt a feeling which I never felt before. And I was overwhelmed by it. And I feel like the light and the Holy Spirit that was working through him was convicting me so much. And the presence of you know, I don't know how it was possible through TikTok, but I genuinely couldn't even look at him. And I think this is the first time I felt the fear of the Lord because I genuinely had a feeling of what have I done? So he made this video and I started going through the rest of his videos and the same thing. I couldn't look at him. And when he spoke about the love of God, I kind of realized, man, I said, I've, I've said I've been a Christian this whole time, yet I have ignored the God who I'm meant to serve this whole time. And it was only at this point that I realized the weight of my sin, the weight of and the reality of heaven and hell. Where am I going when I die? So 
at this point, um, I started reading up scriptures. I started looking on the internet about New Age, New Age Bible, what it has to say. And I was shocked to find, you know, all of this stuff, which the Bible condemns the New Age, stuff that I didn't know about. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened at this point, but I watched more of his videos and I got more invested. I started watching a few YouTube videos on the Bible, who Jesus Christ was, um, getting general knowledge. And I started bursting out in tears after about five minutes. I couldn't handle it. I felt overwhelmed. Um, by the presence of God and I remember laying on the floor didn't get up for about two hours I was crying weeping and at this point I said I'm going to follow you God and I am so sorry for what I've done um, and yeah from that point it was like an instant change of mindset overnight um, I saw the world differently and I felt way more peace. I was like, I know I finally found the truth that I've been looking for for so long. This emptiness that I felt was finally being filled. And it was at this point that God started working in me. And yeah. yeah. JT, you've muted yourself, bro. That was sighted. That was sighted, man. That was sighted. Yeah. That was strong. Strong yeah. story, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Bro, that that was, I think, like, what, what really hit me, the, the fact you were on the floor kind of, like, crying and weeping for two hours, was that when you are reading scripture, was that, like, the conviction sort yeah. of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Wow, wow. Just the realisation of, like, what you had been doing and, and yeah. the grace of God, the love of God, it just kind of overflowed you sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 100%. That's fantastic. Okay. So now we're kind of like two like two years removed from from that point. After that point, what kind of went? What came next? When, when did you start like making Christian content? Uh, what was that like initially? And did you start going to church? Like what, that that journey from that point? Because usually that's kind of a difficult point when you first get saved, when you first come to that realization, everything. It normally can get a little bit rocky there because it depends on uh, who you've got around you. Because then everything everything because everything comes gets involved in that yeah. people you have around you, the church you're going to the music you're listening to, every, everything. Um, so, so what was it like after that point? Yeah, so, I mean, it definitely, um, I'd still definitely say I'm still on this journey of sanctification. Every, it feels like every day is a new day where God is teaching me something new. And um, I think what was happening, I remember January was then my birthday. Um, I turned 18 and then... Um, she did I or was I 19 I'm trying to remember um I think I actually I think I was 19 I'm, I, I don't even know at this point um yeah oh I turned was that 2021 oh, yeah. or 2022 this is 2021 2021 uh, so if it's 22 okay yeah so I turned 19 I turned 19 at this point and it was it was crazy um and you know from that point, obviously, all of these things that I've been doing in the world, I was, you know, so addicted on porn, um, everything like that. I was still in that bondage. I was still like, okay, I don't, un you know, because I didn't really still understand the whole Bible, you know, when it talks about being pure, uh, lust and everything. I was still watching porn, but I had, but the difference was now is that I knew it was wrong, is that I actually right. realized doing is wrong and I started to feel this conviction growing mm. but I like man I can't stop 
I can't literally I couldn't stop at that point because I didn't know enough of God's word um and yeah it was like still every night I'd watch it um I'd try and avoid it um because it started to come into my head that this was wrong and I felt like the law that God had wrote on my heart was stomach starting to come to fruition and I thought okay um and I started to just see things differently it's weird because I feel like my parents as well they noticed the change in me and they I didn't really notice it myself really but the kind of the way that I would speak would be different um it's kind of all a blur um but I remember one sign one time um you know I was reading my bible more and more um and just watching more and more videos I spent a lot of time researching the bible researching the person of Jesus Christ and one time in April um God gave me a lot of dreams up until this point various dreams and one point um I was driving with my dad and I was learning and um, one point where we turned into his workplace and then we were coming back out. There were these two, it was like a hill thing and there were these two fences by each side and a dove came out of nowhere and sat by the fence and was looking at me through the car and was, imagine like, imagine you're crossing a road and somebody's staring at you and they're going like that. And you think, why are they staring at me? Mm, the, mm. the car's right by, the fence is like right there. And I'm thinking, why is this dog staring at me? What, how's he just come out of nowhere? It's looking like that. I'm so like, what What does this mean? What? Why is it looking at me like that? And it, it's like, it's not even looking like elsewhere, directly at me in the eyes. And at this point I'm like, huh? So I just kind of drive along and I'm thinking, this is weird. So I get home and I'm like, I type up Bible dove significance. And then I read the scriptures of what it says, how the dove, when John the Baptist baptized Jesus, and then, you know, a dove came and said, um, you know, this is my son. For him, I am well pleased. I, I can't remember exactly, but I just read that, you know, the dove had a, a lot of significance in the Bible and represented peace. And really, this is what I felt when I saw the dove. I felt that love, uh, that love of God. And, you know, um, from then on, I would start to see a lot of doves. And I can't remember the last time, even before that, that I'd ever seen doves. Um, I remember in London, we went to St. James's Park. A dove then came and descended from, there was only one dove. And then it came, took some food out of my hand. And I was like, this is, this is weird. Like, there's a dove on my hand right now. Um, but yeah, I just kind of started to build up more and more conviction because we were still in lockdown, you know, clubs weren't open. And this was really helpful because before lockdown, I was out clubbing, doing everything of the world. You know, a lot of people knew me in the world as this guy who would go to parties and would get with like five different girls, just whoever didn't care. I was that, you know, everyone would, everyone would know I'd have the worst reputation. It was really hard for me to speak to a girl without thinking I'm you know this bad guy and you know um so I'm I'm thankful that there was still lockdown because if it wasn't it would have been a bit more difficult but then when things started to open up in June this is where I've been so deep in the word of God I bought my first bible in April um from that point before that I was kind of just watching a lot of videos but then from April I was really reading the scriptures I spent so much time 
learning about God and just every single day was a new trial, a new tribulation, um, more temptation was coming. And then when things opened up in June, it was starting to be summer. So I was meeting my old friends and everything like that. And they had noticed a change in me as well. Oh. And then we're talking about doing stuff. I was thinking in the back of my mind, I shouldn't really be doing this. But some of it I did anyway. Um, and we would go out to London and stuff like this. And, you know, the, the clubs weren't open at this time. Um, but I was being promiscuous. I was still kind of seeing girls um, doing things that I shouldn't be doing. And then I just didn't feel fulfilled and I knew it was wrong, but I didn't quite know what to do. And then it came around time for uni. Um, and then I came, you know, I came and it was September 2021. The first week that I came, you know, I was very excited, obviously. And then, um, man, I just like hit the club uh, with some people that I knew already. Um and they were obviously not good influences for me. I then met one of my friends, Bo. Um, you know, I've known him since I was three years old. He goes to University of Portsmouth. And I went there to go see him. And at this point, it was the first time that I realized, wow, what am I doing here? Like, I don't need to be doing this right now. Mm. This time it came even more. And the third time, you know, I was like, I actually don't want to be here right now. I really, really, I was looking around and I said, this is the last time that I am doing this because this is horrible. And it was kind of the word of God was actually being revealed to me. And, you know, I had a girl that I was meant to be doing something with after and she was trying to kiss me. And at this point, I was like literally avoiding it. I said no. And at some point I just said, I'm going home. And I left. I didn't look back. Um, but right before this, there was a girl um, actually uh, where I felt a lot of conviction um, because she was very pretty and I met her at the club and this is where I was at for uni. And then I took her back to my place and in my head, when I was walking back with her, I was repenting. On the way, I said, God, please forgive me. I'm sorry. Oh, I like oh, crazy. doing and on the way. I could, Free like, repentance. It's <laughs> <laughs> like god i don't know what's gonna happen after no. this please like let, just let me live just this one time this one Free like, it's crazy. <laughs> it was it was crazy it was crazy and like on the way she's trying to speak to me and i'm not even hearing what she has to say yeah. like i just like i'm in my own head and i'm like this is so wrong i can't believe i'm doing this and i'm like i can't back down now because she doesn't even know anything about me and at this yeah. point no that I was a Christian, apart from the fact that I had a cross on my neck. Like I bought that back in June. And that was the only thing that was like symbolizing I was a Christian because everything else, there was, you know, no fruit, nothing. I kept it all to myself. Mm. Um, and I spoke to my friends a bit about God and, you know, not really that much. But apart from that, I was like, man, you know, I was like, I don't want to think that I'm weird. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And then when she comes back on this bed right here, I'm looking at, and then she comes and, you know, the, you know, I, I won't say all of the details, but let's just say that we started getting into it. And I couldn't even, a minute in, I said, no, stop, stop, stop. I can't, I can't do this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I tell her, no, I can't do this. You know, you're very attractive. You're very nice. 
but I need to tell you something. And I tell her that I've been seeking a, a relationship with God. And I tell her that this conviction, God is convicting me right now. I can't do this. I'm sorry. We end up having a five hour discussion, just sitting on the bed, speaking about God because she was raised in a Christian world. <laughs> Intentional, man. He's intentional. What, what the enemy mean? meant for evil, God turned it to good. Oh, man, on, that's, man. that's what I'm saying. Exactly. And it's like, you know, all of this knowledge that I've been building up for months and months, I started like preaching to her for the first time. And I'm like, what, what is going on? What? Nah. Going on? It's like, I'm meant to be, I'm meant to be doing a madness with you right now. But instead, we're doing a Bible study. Yeah! We didn't even. <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy and honestly uh from this point you know it's actually mad because i felt more fulfillment from this edifying conversation than right. i ever right. from yeah. you know any temporary satisfaction that i could get and i'm thinking raw this is and this is the first time that i knew god is real this is real yes is yeah man yeah and it you know um honestly it, it's actually a bit bad because after this conversation we didn't have sex but we did another thing and it was like okay well we'll do it just this one last time and i still was like no 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 i actually don't want to do because she was the one who was pressing for it and i said look i really shouldn't oh. and she was so tempting and this is where i knew the spirit of jezebel was real and mm. in fact in fact, I knew because God was revealing this to me because she turned on a Spotify playlist. One of the songs on there was called Jezebel. And I'm like, wow, what? 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 So it was like, okay, you know, I knew, I understood, okay, this is the spirit of Jezebel that's trying to lure me back in now. And oh. I, I just said, no, you got to leave because she kept trying to do stuff. And then what was mad is she took one of my boxes and then she came to give it back and she tried to find this as a way to sneak back into my place and i'm like no 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 and then i had to rush back i was watching the football and she was like oh who's up there who wh why are you in a rush and she was just trying to find ways to get back into my place to get back with me yeah. and we did meet one more time after this we had a conversation she yet again tried to do it i fell into this temptation and we did something but I said, look, this is the last time you are being here. There's no excuses. I don't want, I, if you are here, the temptation's there. I can't be doing this anymore. I can't be, um, it's just, I don't want to do it. I really don't want to do it. It's not even nice for me. So this was the last time that I did something promiscuous. Um, and after that, obviously, then came the Portsmouth thing. And it was like, this is the last time I want a club because I was still thinking, okay, maybe I can still get away with a bit of clubbing and not do these mad things. But no, God put on my heart. I can't, I don't want anything to do with the world. And this is the last time that I did it. And my friend, uh, Bo, when I stopped talking to him, he was like, wow, what are you doing? What's going on? Why aren't you coming down? And he, you know, this is where the devil was using the people close to me to try and get to me. And it's at this time where I first started encountering spiritual warfare. And then I started going to London. Uh, I just started, you know, going. Uh, I was actually making music at this point until 
Um, and this was actually really worldly music at this point because I, I still had a passion for music. Um, and in October, I went with my friend and he was recording. And, you know, I was just like, man, I don't even know what I'm doing. I got no direction. I had, you know, no platform whatsoever. I had no, um, just nothing. Nothing was working, even musically. It all sounded trash. Like every song that I would make, it come out hot garbage. And it was just like, man, I don't even know what I'm doing right now.